Uh, welcome into the Irish NFL Show Against All Odds podcast. Uh, Brian is off this week. I don't know. Where, I don't know where Brian is. You know, he just he's just disappeared. I'm joking. He'll be back next week. He's from Munich next week as well. Uh, before we start this podcast today, just a reminder that uh, we are uh, talking about betting on the NFL going into Week Nine. We're using odds with points bet. Points bet aren't available in the UK or Ireland. However, uh, your bookmaker will have different odds. You may find that they're um, different to what we talk about here, but they should be quite similar. Please only bet what you can afford. Uh, please gamble responsibly. Uh, I'm buzzing to welcome in uh, Michaela Fagan. Michaela, how are you? Good? I'm good, Michael. Thanks for having me. Talk to us, Michaela, about uh, very quickly, I guess, about uh, the NFL for you this season. What have you enjoyed so much this season? I'm putting you on the spot here now, but it's been, it's really been a weird season, hasn't it, so far? <laughs> It has, yeah. Like, I don't like, I'm an Eagles fan. I don't really think anyone expected the Eagles to go like 7 and 0 or whatever they are at now. But, um, and I just started, I picked them just starting this season. So, like, people are probably going to be like, you're a bandwagon fan, fan jumping on, like, now that they're like unbeaten. I think, no, literally picked them like before the season started. Um, and then obviously, like, the Rams are just, and the Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers, like all the top teams that you think would be like having a winning record, just not doing well at all. Like, and especially like I feel bad for like, I know a lot of people hate him, but I feel bad for Brady a little bit. He's just not having a good season at all. Yeah, he's having a bit of a shocker. And I I, I know we're going to talk about that uh, game just in a little bit. We What we're going to do today is we're going to look through three or four games and maybe give a bet of the week. Uh, mm. And then on Friday morning, there is a full pod dropping with uh, every game ahead of week nine. I can't believe, Michaela, it's week nine already. I, but I, I know I you've... Know. Uh, I've I've seen you over the last few years following the league on Twitter and stuff. So I really, really appreciate you popping on. Let's uh, let's talk about this first game. Um the Bills going up against the Jets. Uh, the Bills are six and one. The Jets yeah. are five and three, which is uh, surprising. Crazy. Yeah, because like yeah. they were very disappointed last week, though, to lose to the Patriots. You, you could sense that even in the pressures this week. Tell me this, Michaela, for, for a start, just while I get the betting odds up here, actually, just to call yeah. it first off, the betting odds here in terms of the Bills against the Jets. The spread is 12 and a half in favor of the Bills, 14 to 15 on. The over is 46 and a half at 10 to 11. The money line, the Bills are 1 to 7 on. Is Josh Allen for you the uh, the best quarterback in the league at the minute? Yeah, I don't want to be um, biased and say it's Jalen Hurts um, because I do think if you were to say, like Jalen Hurts is having an unbelievable season, but yeah, I think if you're going from a non-biased point non-biased point of view, I think it's Josh Allen. Like I know people say Patrick Mahomes as well. It's it's literally between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Like the kind of veterans have just kind of fallen off or something this year. So, but but for me, I prefer Josh Allen. He'd be, he'd be my top quarterback in the league this year. It's funny because I seen this morning he's got like a different like high five or handshake for everyone. I don't know how he memorizes that. Uh, in terms of a betting standard, they played the Packers last week and the handicap last week was like 10 and a half or 11 points. So obviously if somebody is listening to this podcast for the first time, that's where you have to bet and hope that the Bills win by more than that. Uh, this week, the handicap is 12 and a half. I think that's very very arrogant against the Jets. I mean, the Jets, I mean, I, I understand Zach Wilson's not, hasn't, he hasn't had a great season at, mm. at quarterback. Uh, he's really been struggling with, with interceptions, but I don't really see a value there in the spread. I like the over 46 because the game is in New York. You could see Michaela potentially like 
the Jets, if the Jets get off to a decent start, say they got seven points on the board at the start, that really helps the over. But mm. I just can't look past the Bills for this game on Sunday, to be honest with you. No, neither can I. I think the like, even if you look at the the winning records, like the Bills are six and one and the Jets are five and three, like there's like not like you if you were to look at that solely on paper, you're like, well, there's not that much between them. They don't, the Bills only have one more win. But like the the Jets, I don't know. I just like I don't think Zach Wilson is having a great year. Like he's well, he's like three three touchdowns and three touchdowns to five interceptions on the year. Um, he only has one game out of five with over three hundred yards. And you know, for a guy that you want to lead and kind of be your franchise quarterback, like you'd want them to be getting over three hundred yards a game, like kind of what Josh does. Or like if he can't do that, he should be rushing and getting rushing touchdowns. But um. No, I I don't know because I know the Jets can score points and I'm just kind of like, but are the Bills so good that they're just going to like annihilate them and they're like, they could probably even like shut them out and like not even give them any points. Um, But I, I don't, I'm not sure. Like I think like the Bills, oh, the Bills will probably beat them by maybe like three touchdowns, but I can't really see the Jets getting more than maybe one or two. <laughs> I love how you're basically saying there that you're taking the spread. So happy it is. I am like, I'm really conscious that they'll probably end up winning by 12 instead of 12 and a half. But I get what you're saying. It's the sort of game where the Bills could just go out and fire it out after them. And mm. it's funny you're talking about Zach Wilson there because if you look at his stats last week against the Patriots, he went 20 of 41, which isn't great. Don't get me wrong at all. That's no. not great. But he still has 355 passing yards, two touchdowns. If he can improve on his completion rate and try and get rid of the, like try and bring those interceptions down. We've seen from that draft class, like seeing first person last week, Trevor Lawrence at what the one yard line throwing at Justin Simmons. I mean, that was ridiculous. Mm. They've really struggled so far this season. I and last last week as well, the highest, the highest yardage in terms of the run for the Jets was 26 yards. So yeah, it's it, at the same time though, Michaela, it does seem like a bit of a trap game. And the funny thing is, the next game we're going to talk about seems like a bit of a trap game as well. But I'm just just very mm. quickly, I'm presuming you, you're you're taking the Bills then on Sunday, yeah? Oh, 100 percent the Bills. If the Jets beat the Bills, like oh my god, like they're just just one of those teams <laughs> that you can never guess each week what way they're going to go. But like like you said, with with Zach having over 355 yards or whatever it was last week, he still threw three interceptions. Like, so what's going to happen if he throws three interceptions back to the Bills? Like, what are the Bills? They're probably going to annihilate them each time they get the ball back <laughs> out of interceptions and go and get a touchdown or even a pick six. And they were really bigging that up last week. That this, like, this is our game. This is our moment. We're finally going to beat the Patriots. And I, th- I genuinely thought they were going to beat the Patriots last week. I picked the Patriots, I think, for the crack last week. And I haven't told the other lads. I was just like, oh, look here. I just... I picked the Patriots for the crack. I wasn't on the yeah. broadcast last week, so I was like, I'll try yeah. and look smart, and then it works, so don't tell anyone. Um, but yeah, happy days. Um, i seen, I mean, have you had the chance to go to any games this season, Michaela? Have you had a chance to go to London or anything? Or? Um, no, I kind of, I was looking at the teams, and I was kind of like, okay, out those four international teams that we can realistically go to, I'd want to go to the Munich game, um, but obviously tickets for that sold out so well. And actually, you know what? I'm not mad about it because Brady isn't having a great season anyway. And the Seahawks <laughs> are like somehow a hundred times better than everyone's expectations. Um, and then obviously the Broncos and the Jaguars, you know, Russell isn't having a good season either. So like it was kind of like the Giants bet the Packers in London as well, which no one expected. So I think like it's kind of like, 
it was a good year to miss some of the international games if you wanted to see great plays from the veteran like hall of famers because they just they all lost basically or well they're just not playing as good it's it's funny you mention that because I, I I do see what you're saying there in terms of that, and it's been it's been a really really weird season. Like for example, the week in London with Rogers, I I couldn't believe the way that that offense played in in London, and even in the press conference, he was speaking afterwards about the need to improve as a team. And you're like, yeah. okay, well yeah yeah you'll do that next week. Then they go get beat. They'll do that the week after. Yeah, then they get beat again. I mean, the Packers yeah. are playing the Lions this week, and Michaela, it's in Detroit. Uh, the spread is three and a half in favor of the Packers, fourteen fifteen on. The over is 49 and a half and the Packers are favoring the money line 9-17. So they, they are the favourites in this game. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. j- during the week, TJ Hawkinson traded to the Vikings. Um, I'm just yeah. wondering what, what your thoughts are in this game because the Lions started out the season with all this promise. They're now sitting, what, 1-5 and five or 1-6? 1-6, um, six, yeah. And, they've, you know, they've lost five games in a row. The Packers are in a four-game situation. It's like, it m- would make sense to say the, the Packers. Packers will win this game, but it's it's a strange one. It is a strange one because I remember watching the Lions against the Eagles and that was a tight game. Like, I think there was only a couple of points between them. Like, they both were in the 30s of scoring. So, like, I was kind of like, you know what? The Lions aren't, like, a bad team. And then they went and met the Commanders and then they obviously just lost every game since. Um, but sometimes they, 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 they either manage to score nothing or, like, seven or they then score, like, 30 or something like it, I, it's weird um but I do agree that um Hawkinson leaving is like in the last game he got 80 yards catching in the last game um so that's practically 80 yards off Jared Goff's you know whatever he's gonna throw this weekend um and I'm just hoping that you know I will I, I am gonna take the Packers I, I think if the Packers lose to Detroit <laughs> Like Detroit are probably going to be like at least the top three picks this year, like in the draft. If they lose to the Lions, then like I I don't know what to say. Like Aaron Rodgers is just just going through a midlife crisis. Like hopefully he can just come out and be like, all right, that's it. Our losing is over now. We're just going to go out and we're just going to like we're just going to win every game now until the end of the season. But I don't I don't really know if he can do it. But I still think the Packers should beat the Lions. No problem. This stinks of a weird game like mm. in the sense of the over is 49 and a half i i like the spread i'm not sure about the over but i like the spread of three and a half in favor of the packers i can see them winning by a touchdown but i think yeah you know, you're right in what you're saying about tj like he had us he had a week was it week two or week three where he had over 100 yards as well yeah um him and amon Ra really that, that's why i thought they would get more than one win so far and it's been very very strange to see that but i mm. guess in sort of the the betting insights the, the packers have covered the spread three times in eight games and um, they finished um obviously with a record of eight and two eight and two in games that they're favorite as a money line favorite last season. So they are favored this week. For mm-hmm. me, it's can can Aaron Rodgers get the ball down the field. And at the minute, it seems like they spent too much money on that on that lad's contract instead of uh, actually bothering to get anybody else in. It's like if you yeah. get fifty quid from your granny or something for Christmas and you end up like spending it all in an hour. And it's like a whole ball. Yeah. I actually have to. It's 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 mad, but like I, I can't see it changing. But I think on the other side of it as well, Michael. Like I don't see the benefit of getting rid of Dan Campbell because he's trying to build something there. It's yeah. going to take time, and why not go after a quarterback next year in the draft and then yeah. you know, give Campbell I, that season? I see Dan Campbell on the sidelines, and I like his passion. Like I I like how he is with the Lions. Um, and the fact, I don't know why the Packers just don't realize at this stage that they need receivers. 
they need these kind of like top end guys like and it's just like every time I, f- I think I heard during the trade deadline they were asked for like a second round pick for a receiver they're going after and they were like no and I'm kind of like what's the deal with giving them a second round pick like just give it to them and get the receiver you want like and then obviously the whole drama about drafting Jordan Love in the first round of that draft instead of a receiver for Aaron Rodgers like like even if they got a good tight end you know they they'd probably you know keep Rodgers happy probably his his productivity would probably be up but they just keep making the same mistake over and over again the Packers like yeah, it's funny because they've been on for four weeks and they've had that trade deadline and they've still done nothing. And I hate this whole I hate this whole Odell Beckham talk. Like go out and mm. get someone now. We've seen like Chase uh, Chase Claypool went to the Bears this week and it wasn't yeah. that high of a of a trade and they could have got it no problem. But uh, I'm taking the spread in terms of the in terms of the Packers, but I would not be surprised if the Lions run them close. The over is mm. tempting, Michaela, if you get to like a 30 to 20 something score. Uh are you taking the Packers or, or do you think the Lions might cause a big shock here in Sunday? I think just because the I, t- I am taking the Packers, I think the Packers are going to win, but just because I think it will be close because I know line, the Lions can put up the points and the Packers aren't playing well. So I think, it, 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 like you said, probably be a touchdown in the difference. This game that we're going to talk about, penultimate game we're going to talk about, is the uh, the game that I'm avoiding betting on. Like, literally, I'm not touching it. The I don't Rams... think I'll touch it either. <laughs> Rams going to Tampa Bay. Now, look... <laughs> The Bucs are fleeing five, the Rams are fleeing four. And I think the Bucs fleeing five, as you've said there, you know, about Brady, it doesn't really paint the picture. The game against Carolina was atrocious. The game uh, that, you know, they've had certain games where it was shocking. I think the only game where Brady's really turned it on is that Chiefs game so far, which was on Sunday Night Football, uh, start around the start of the season. The In terms of the odds on points bet at the minute, the spread is minus three in the favour. Sorry, the handicap is minus three in the favour of the box. The over and under is 42 and a half and the money line is nine to 13 on. Because I like the over here because you're thinking, I, I, I know at the time of recording, we're not sure of the current status of Cooper Cup, but you would think an offense with Matthew Stafford and offenses with Tom Brady as well would be able to get over 42 and a half points in this game. That being said, though, yeah. uh, the defense and on your team could sort of cash out a bit. And I know that game that we had, um, which frankly, Michaela, in my opinion, should have been Brady's last game in the playoffs. He should have walked away after that. Yeah. He said, I've, I've nothing else to prove here. Clearly, he chose otherwise and he's had an interesting few months since, shall we I say? Feel, but, I, uh, say? I feel so sorry for him. I feel like that's why he probably got divorced. <laughs> like that's there, there's definitely going to be a movie about that. Like, but it, I, I just can't see that game. And we can eat my words here on Monday. I don't know, but I, I can't see that game on Sunday being as, uh, as high as that or as, as thrilling as that. But I really hope we get a good game because you know, in, in that window, Michaela, on Sunday there only is. Uh, there's only two games in that window on Sunday because of the bye. So you got the Seahawks against the Cardinals and the Rams against the Bucks, and that's it. So we need to have a good game or else Scott yeah, Hansen is going to be like, bored out of his shell. Yeah, like the Cardinals are another team that I think people are like, oh yeah, playoff contenders. But I have to be honest, I, I've never rated Kyler Murray. I don't think like he's a top, like I think he's like, he's decent, but like I wouldn't be like kind of putting them in the kind of Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen kind of bracket I, I I've never kind of even when he won rookie of the year over Josh Jacobs I was kind of like you know um but the, like the Seahawks are surprising everyone so is Gino Smith like I don't know how they're winning games but they are but 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals and the Seahawks was a better game than the Rams and the Bucks, to be honest. Even though if you were to say last year, you'd be like 100%, they'll take the Rams and the Bucks to watch. It's funny, like, um, who's going to win the Bucks against the Rams? I, I, I like the over 42 and a half. I think that's probably the best value for betting. And I don't think yeah. you can't trust the Rams or sorry, you can't trust the Bucks in the spread of minus three. Yeah, like, I have like, literally that was such a tough one because like I'd always say don't bet against Tom Brady that's always a thing when I'm like he's done he's finished I always say and then he always comes out and proves me wrong and proves everyone wrong but like that is like a tough one like lose the Bucks losing to the Panthers I I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Rams are gonna win that one imagine Brady going to Munich fleeing sex <laughs> like that is he'd be fuming insane he'd, he'd probably... be fuming he, they, they, they land on Friday and one can only imagine the sort of form he'll be in hopefully please God I'll be there to laugh at him uh, yeah. but yeah that, that, that that's gonna be fun uh, right let's let's jump on this last one uh, Sunday Night Football is a decent game here Titans going to the Chiefs. I mean, this is uh, a really intriguing situation because the the, the Chiefs are five and two. Titans are five and two. Um, it, oh. I actually had to look at that twice to remind myself the Titans are five and two because it, you, yeah, when you literally just said that, it's like the Titans have the same record as the Chiefs. No, I, I I'm I'm just going to double check that now, which is going to be great and because I have to edit the, the Yeah, Titans, they are five and two. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy, wow. isn't it? I don't like. I don't think anyone pays attention to the Titans. To be honest, it's, it's been that division because, like, a lot of us once picked the Colts to win the division. They've completely no. obliterated, and I think, yeah. I think we're going to get ready. Like, I mean, we've seen what the Titans done in the second half of the season last year. Mike Vrabel, you, I, I actually got Vrabel, Pete Carl, that are going to be in line for Coach of the Year talk if if Brian Dable and the Giants do start to falter. They might not. Uh, the spread, <laughs> the spread's interesting. This game's at Arrowhead, right? Uh, yeah. Or whatever it's called this week. Minus 12, <laughs> the Chiefs are favoured at 14 to 15 on. The over's 46 and a half. And the money line is 2 to 11 on for the Chiefs. Now, mm. I like... I like the Titans plus 12 here. I, I, I actually like the Titans to cover. I, I do not see the Chiefs winning by more than 12 points here. I think the Titans are going to come up and give me... No. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna win by twelve points either. Like, I like. I think it's the exact same for Seahawks. I think we're over oh, underestimating the the Titans here. Um, like we've literally had to double, triple check that they're five and two because we literally just can't believe. It, because all I remember is their is their first week game against whoever it was when they what did they lose the first week or draw or something like that. The Titans, yeah, I will double check. Uh, just to let you know, that, that was the Titans. I'm nearly sure they did actually because they went out and everybody sort of expected the Titans to start off in, in, in the same way of what they done last year after finishing. Yeah. Uh, and and you, you can probably tell, Michaela, that I am just literally sitting here talking and talking and talking to the point where I find the score on my screen. And they lost <laughs> to the Giants week one. Yeah, they lost to the Giants. Remember that? Like, was it like the, the Giants went for two at the end? Like Brian Dable with his big... Uh, Yes, oh, I remember that. And everyone was like, "He's the guy for New York. We all love him." I remember that. Yeah, the, the, the like, Titans have done well to come back in in the manner they have to win five games through seven weeks. Well, you look at it now, whatever what week it is now, and you look back and you're like, it actually isn't that embarrassing that the Titans lost to the Giants because the Giants are doing well. Like that is actually really, really not well. a bad. Like if you were to say they lost to the Panthers week one, you'd be kind of like looking at it now or the Lions. You'd be kind of like that's embarrassing. But like if if the Eagles were like, please God, they don't. But if the Eagles were to lose to the Giants, I'd be like that is not an embarrassing. It's it may be a little bit embarrassing, embarrassing because they're in the same division. That's about it. But I'd be like that's that's a decent team that are doing good things. So like I I like would not underestimate them. Um, 
Okay. But the Titans, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't. I think the Titans and the Chiefs is going to be close. Um, I don't think the Chiefs will beat them by maybe. I don't know. I, I what do you think? Do you think the Chiefs or the Titans are going to win? I think the Chiefs by like a touchdown, which means take the Titans on the spread plus twelve, uh, or or if you get, you might even get twelve and a half with some bookmakers, and, that, and that's what we sort of said at the start of the show. Obviously, over eighteen, please do gamble responsibly but uh, yeah. please also check out the handicap and it may be a little bit different to your to your bookmaker because I'm looking at the US stuff as well here yeah. here let's uh, let's read this up bet of the week for me is the Bengals minus seven and a half against the Panthers even money now obviously you know bet responsibly folks but I, I think I think that's a great bet is, is, is there any team Michaela this week that you're looking at and thinking hmm because like you got games like uh, the Jags are hosting the Raiders Raiders don't score a point last week you got the Vikings and the Commanders is there any game there that sort of uh, tickles your fancy, shall we say, going into week nine? Hmm. Now, I'm just looking at the schedule here. Um, the Jaguars and the Raiders are an interesting one because, like, they're both shocking. Like, I think the Jaguars are <laughs> doing much better than they were last year, obviously, with, like, like the head coach and stuff. But the Raiders are so disappointing, especially after trading for Devontae Adam. And they're, like, 2-5, and five, and the Jaguars are 2-6. and six. Been like, Very, very disappointing for them. But even, Michaela, to see, to see Trevor Lawrence struggle in person last week was was a bit concerning. I I I I want him to do well, but yeah, I, mean, I want him to be they, the they next need to win this game. as well. I want him to be next Peyton Manning, to be honest. Um I just want I, Doug Peterson to, to activate James McCourt and have an Irishman in the NFL, but I mean that's it seems to be too hard to allow at the minute. It's, yeah. it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um my bet of the week. Hmm. You 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 look like you want to pick the Jaguars, but you don't want to say it just in case it happens. I'm joking. <laughs> I no, you know what? I'm. I think the Jaguars are, are obviously improving, even ever so slowly. And I think the Raiders have regressed so badly that I'm saying the Jag- like the, the the odds are probably very close for them too. But I'm saying the Jaguars are going to beat them. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it is very close in the money line. It's four to five on for the Raiders. Eleven to ten for the Jaguars. Raiders yeah. favorite in the spread minus two. Jaguars plus two. So you can check that out on on your bookmaker. We've mm-hmm. we've took our odds from points bet. Um, if you do put a bet on this weekend, folks, please do bet responsibly, uh, and only bet what you can afford. I think that that's the most important thing. But enjoy yourself as well. Uh, if you are putting a, a few cents or pennies on this weekend, uh, Michaela, this has been great crack. Hopefully, we can do this again and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. I will. Thanks for having me, Michael. Chat soon.